The following program is brought to you by the 511 Media Group. This program is available on iTunes, Spotify, the 511 Media Group YouTube channel, and 511mediagroup.com. So my greatest fear, I think, is heights. And the worst predicament that I was ever in, I think there's two of them in my entire life, both of them for business. One of them, I was in Chicago, downtown Chicago at the Embassy Suites Hotel, and we had to get up under the roof. And the only way to do that is you had to go to the very top floor of the building and then climb up a ladder or go up a set of staircases. And then you had to go over a catwalk. Now, if you know anything about the Embassy Suites, it's it's a square with a big, there's an open space in the middle. So everything overlooks the, the atrium. So it's a big atrium. I don't know how many stories it is, 20, 30 stories, whatever it is. And we're over these catwalks. Now I have a debilitating, it's not really a fear. It's a healthy skepticism of, of heights because I just don't, I don't like it. I don't, I get vertigo very easily. So like at uh, certain malls, if they have glass partitions between the, you know, the open space over the railing, I, I can't get real near them because I get, I kind of get that vertigo sense. So we're up on this catwalk and I'm doing all I can to focus on the person in front of me and not what's, what's, they tell, they tell you all the time, don't look down, don't look down, right? So I'm trying not to look down. And then we have to get up under the roof and we're climbing this ladder now. You're 30 stories in the air. You're on a catwalk. Now I'm walking up the, uh, up the ladder. So that's probably the worst crippling experience that I've ever had. The second one was Navy Pier downtown Chicago. We had to go from one roof to another. And the way to get there, they hadn't built a, a walkway yet. So we had to climb over a wall and walk the ledge three stories up and then jump over another wall. So there's nothing between me and the ground. I'm deathly afraid of heights. And it's December and slick with ice. You have a fear of heights. What's your greatest fear experience with heights? I don't I don't know if I have like a all time, but the most recent was um, I don't like going on roller coasters. Um, the one here in Chicago, the Superman, um, that one breaks down a lot. <laughs> and so I always was scared going on it. I mean, I, it's my favorite ride, but I was always scared going on it that um, it was going to break down at the top or like you're going to be just hanging there because it's really high up because you have to it does all the flips and everything. But in the one in St. Louis, when we went for our retreat, um, I told myself that I was going to keep my eyes open and go on every ride without saying no because I would, I would skip rides or just keep my eyes closed the entire time and just not experience it. Um, and I went on the giant drop <laughs> and it was raining and so I couldn't see half the time, but I was like, okay, I can do this. And it just kept climbing. And as soon as I thought we were getting to the top, it rose like another 20 feet in the air. And I started to really panic because I was like in the clouds at this point and the rain was just So that one was on worse than the rock and roll roller coaster? Yeah, at, that didn't bother me. At university. That one didn't bother you? No. It's probably because you were in the car behind me. Um, I, I also, I don't, I don't go in the first car ever. <laughs> I do not like I it. I always go in the first car. Yeah, we're not going to it's the only way to do. We're it. not going yeah. to the theme park ever together. And if we are, I will not sit with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I went on the giant drop, and I was not warned that you kind of lift out of your seat a little bit because it's oh, it's yeah. pretty tight on you, right, on your chest, and you have the little thing that clicks in at your at your butt. So you, it, it seems like you're not going to go anywhere, but as soon as they hit the drop button, like you're flying in the air. I kid you not, I was screaming bloody murder the entire way down and my heart was pounding so bad. Yeah. That's the one ride I don't like to go on. I, but I can there. say I did it now. Yeah. I've t I used to like that ride, but I think one time I went up there and they kept us up there for a really long time. So it was the suspense that killed me. And I think they didn't just because it was raining and like <laughs> it was just horrible. I was already wet. Yeah. It started downpouring. Like it was like a tsunami at Six Flags when we went. It okay. wasn't supposed to rain really bad, but it just downpoured. So I was soaked through in my sweatshirt and it was just it was not a good time. But 
that was like the most debilitated I felt because I couldn't do anything. And like <laughs> your heart is literally in your in like in your throat from that ride mm-hmm. and just the fear I had because I wasn't warned ahead of time what it felt like <laughs> was really bad. And my friends were laughing at me the whole time. Um, but I mean, I have the same like daily struggles. Like I can't change a light bulb if the smoke detector goes up. I, I can't reach it because I just, I can't stand on a chair. I get really wobbly for no reason. Okay. Um, same with like kayaks for some reason. I was kayaking and I can't like stand up because I'm afraid of falling in the water. <laughs> <laughs> but like I can't change a light bulb. Uh, I don't like looking over railings too much like at the mall. I just have an irrational feeling that the, gra- the glass is going to break and it's just, I'm going down. <laughs> yeah. Anytime I look over the glass railing at Woodfield Mall, I feel like some force is going to push me over and I'm just going to go down. <laughs> Well, that's the one I was talking about. I keep a healthy distance from that. So talking about roller coasters, you guys, this happened before you were even born. But there was a there was a ride at Great America, Six Flags Great America. It used to be called Marriott's Six Flags Great America back in 1984, May 22nd of 1984. Is this the Chicago one? Well, right, in in Gurney. Um, A supporting cable snapped. I'm getting this off of Wikipedia. Supporting cable snapped, and the mechanism's anti-rollback devices failed to stop the car from plummeting nearly 60 feet to the bottom of the tower. Now, what you have to understand about the edge ride is basically you'd walk up these stairs. You get to the top, 60 feet up in the air. There might have been, I don't know, four, six, eight seats across. It was basically like a box, and it would the cable would drop, and you'd plummet 60 feet, and then it would slowly bring you to a stop. So you'd kind of go on this little curve. Is it kind of like the V2 almost? Maybe. I don't know what that is. The V2 is where it like, it's basically like a two point uh, thing and they, they launch you out and then you go up and you spin and then you go straight no, back down. No, this is just basically a free fall. Like you feel like you're falling oh, off okay. a building. So it's so like the thing from Spike Kids. <laughs> but it, you yeah. just, you free fall at rapid speed, 60 feet. It's like the giant drop, but less safe. <laughs> so, you're right. So what happened is... Um, so contrary to public belief and rumor, it did not crash down on top of another car and no one was killed by the accident. Three teens were treated at a local hospital and released. That was back in the day of conspiracy theories and rumors and urban legends and everything. It was, these people died. These three, these three people died. They didn't die, but the ride was only open for a short time longer. And then they closed it down. It was my favorite ride. At the park, and how I how ironic. And I was at the park because I I thought it was great. I had a T-shirt that said the Edge on it. It was fantastic. I was there a week before it happened. That's like the uh, at Sunset Fest that we have every year. The zipper. So oh, the one the time zipper. I was there, um, someone my age, his older sister, was going on the ride, and they closed the door too early, and it like broke her toe and the amount of stories that spread around by just what happened to her like some people say she lost a toe some people say that like it got completely separated <laughs> just like the, the whole, most like wild the stories is too many people get vomited on yeah really and i, I was, don't and i, I don't want it to hit the cage and then spray all over me <laughs> that's just a fear i have at roller coasters anyway because i just i don't like i don't care if people really get sick coaster. i just that's a crazy ride i just don't want to you know the zipper's pretty that's in, like the you know the spinny one that they have at six flags and it goes in a circle and then it turns completely on the side and it mm-hmm. still spins yeah. mm-hmm. like i'm afraid to go on that now because i heard that <laughs> the last time i went out not long after that someone got sick on it and well, i'm like they also Ugh. have the gra- i don't know if they still have it but they had the gravity drop so basically you stood against the wall and then the floor disappeared i think and they you do got have smushed that smushed against the wall you could take a penny and put it against your nose and it wouldn't go anywhere oh like the when they spin come. you super so fast it, so the, yeah. the centrifugal force or whatever it is with the magnet inside there and then the floor would drop it would suck you against the well, wall Well, it's like when you spin a bucket of water like that's that was my science teacher's favorite thing if you spin a bucket of water in the air the it air is not gonna go, yeah, yeah it doesn't go anywhere it's just it how gravity works for whatever out, reason right. gravity's a conspiracy i don't believe in it <laughs> <laughs> so the that for me, it's it's the heights thing. I, I just, I, I get in tall buildings. I get, it's it's weird. Now, in an airplane, I am 100% perfectly calm. It'd be different if I was in like a helicopter. 30,000 feet below me is open air. Like, it's just me, the seat, aluminum, my baggage, aluminum, 30,000 feet. Well, that's feet. because you're, no you're, in, you're encased in a big yeah, But even my brain machine. is telling me there's nothing underneath you. But the, so I don't have a fear of flying. 
it's a good thing you don't watch the Final Destination movies because roller coasters, <laughs> planes. I was gonna say it kind of plays on your worst fears. Final Destination plays on your worst fears. It's a fantastic yeah. series, though. I gotta say. By the way, this is conversations about nothing. I'm Richard. I've got the girls from uh, I should say young ladies, not girls, from Lights Out Podcast. Thanks Maybe for joining me today. Um, this is kind of run up your alley, right? That's why I asked you to join me today because we were we were really going to talk about nothing, but I said, hey, let's talk about fears and nightmares, and you guys are like, hey, sounds great. So. Um, so we'll we just get into some of the most common fears. You guys tell me if you have any of these. and if you Like have, if I'm scared of them or if I truly fear it. Like if oh. I ran across, like I'm sure sharks is on there. Um, so like, am I afraid of sharks? Yes. But do I fear I'm going to get eaten by one? No. Is it in your top three? No, probably not. And if you have a story, it's mainly better. because you can get away from a shark and they're not naturally dangerous creatures, but <laughs> you know, it doesn't help with. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 10 to one. Let's not do number one first because we could spend an hour on. Can we guess one. number one? No, not yet. No, like can we guess it as you before you t- you say it? So like you can read. Well, it's going to be obvious once we get to two. You're going to be like, oh, hey, it's the it could only be something left. really random. So number ten is um, fear of germs or dirt. It's misophobia, which is interesting because that's a lot of OCD things too. I knew someone with that fear. They would not share like water or the same. Plate. And how apropos in 2020. Right, yeah. fear of germs. And <laughs> well, and it was big around um, when Contagion came out too. That freaked out so many people after that too. Just because of the movie, I wouldn't and touch that door. I still don't touch door yeah. handles. I don't like touching. Could door you imagine anymore. that movie coming out right before twenty twenty? No, but it got <laughs> funnily enough, it became on top charts again since twenty twenty and the pandemic. It became a like well like movie. They but took did it. That really happen? Did did no? I mean, that's but not you really gotta, how it's You got to think about it though. It is very peculiar. Like the storyline is very similar. <laughs> Minus the whole having a seizure and then dying. Like, it's very similar. And, and it's kind of creepy. So and it came from China. It came from pigs, but it did come from an animal from China. And it got transported back to America. So it is very similar. Um, they did make a vaccine. The only difference is we didn't have, like, the army handing out food and, you know, crazy stuff like that. Like, people literally would not leave their house. <laughs> like, we don't have that necessarily. I mean, we do have people that won't leave their house. But it's not like... Everyone can't leave their house. Yeah. Number nine's fear of flying. We just talked about that. I don't That's have it. I don't have it. Do you have it? No. No. Do you have it? No. Didn't mom have it for a while? No. Uh, she had, she has a debilitating fear of flying to the she point where- She would always where try to like make herself I'm calm. reading as we're taking off or I have my headphones on and I have- She would squeeze me. Yeah. Squeezed, she would squeeze my hand uh, every squeezed time. into my arm. Like- I mean, I haven't I, ridden in a plane with her for a while. I have- Four indentations <laughs> in my arm. Yeah, I mean, when we would fly to Arizona, she would always like hold my hand. It's getting and squeeze better. My knee, it's been but, tw- you know twenty. Well, yeah, because now she goes to Vegas years. and she's like, I can just have a drink when I get off the plane. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, when we go to Vegas every year, it's not as bad. We went to Jamaica the first time we flew together. It was well, that's horrendous. overseas, so that's more understandable. But twenty five years ago, but it's gotten better over the. We drive a lot. Yeah, we, we stopped. Dri- we stopped flying for a while. It wasn't it because there was a lot of plane accidents recently, and Mom got really scared, and then you know, it was I just, just kind of cheaper. I think we wanted cheaper. to see some sights along the way. I um, think it also had to do with that because there was a couple plane crashes, and Mom was getting freaked out. <laughs> we'll, 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 you know, I've got family in Cincinnati and a few other places. We'll, we'll just drive. There. I don't mind driving, but I would prefer to fly yeah. if it's faster. Yeah. Uh, fear of social situations. Social like anxiety. social anxiety? Social anxiety. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I mean, I, I can get embarrassed easily. I don't like being embarrassed. I'm scared of getting embarrassed, but that's just a part of my anxiety. It would be like fear of public speaking, right? Would no. That that's that's more of like general anxiety or there's a different, I'm sure there's a different qualification. It's not, it's not on the list. It's so. not It's not social anxiety because that's more like you can't really interact with people. It, yeah. It's more related to antisocial personality disorder than it is like... I don't like talking in public. Like, it's not like that. Because a lot of people don't like that. You're afraid to get any uh, shots or injections? No. no. I don't like seeing the needle go in me, but it, yeah. I'm not That's afraid of it. Seven. I turn away, but I'm That's fine with tattoos. <laughs> trypanophobia. Uh, astrophobia, which is fear of thunder and lightning. My guess is that's dogs. Number one fear is thunder, lightning. Ever had a dog? I don't like storms, but I'm not like afraid of the general thunder and lightning. I'm more afraid of like a fire happening than lightning. I I used to not be phased at all. Like I could hear thunder and lightning all night, but we had a really bad storm a while ago. And every time the thunder went off, I would like cover my head. Like all of a sudden, I got terrified of thunder. (laughs) And I'm like, where did this come from? Fear of dogs. 
I do. I, that is a pretty dogs? common no. one. No. no. Obviously I, not. We I, have three dogs. <laughs> I know somebody who has a fear of dogs because they got bit in the face. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of the reason is they've okay. had a bad experience. Like disfigured bit in the face. Like they had recon, reconstructive oh, surgery. Okay. It could she just was, be anything. She was yeah. in my fourth grade, third grade, fourth grade, fourth grade class, and then she moved to Texas. Um, but she wouldn't go by do- like even little dogs. She was deathly afraid of them um, because she had just bent down to, to pet a dog and it came up and bit her in the face and took basically part of her face off. That, um, that was uh, I think that was a study I learned about in okay. class one day because they use they talk a lot about um, uh, Bando. <laughs> The Bobo doll experiment, right? Like using, not the Bobo doll. Um, I can't think of what it is at the moment, but they basically would use your fear and basically make you more adapted to it over time. And people did it with dogs a lot because- Well, they assimilate. If they so were, people have fears of dogs, they assimilate them to they, dogs It's, it's fear, fear conditioning, I think. It's human called. friendly, you know, nice, cuddly, whatever, and try to get them over that, that hump. Um, Fear of large crowds, agoraphobia. That's not really agoraphobia, but... That's what it says. I know. Agoraphobia is more like afraid to leave the house. It's also associated okay. with paranoia, and they they just don't like being in large areas. I don't areas. like large crowds. Yeah. I, I don't like large crowds. Especially it's not that I'm f- afraid. I, I'm not afraid of them. I just don't. I just don't like large crowds, just because. Especially if there's crowds. no way out. Yeah. That's that's the agoraphobia part. Is like if they don't like being in areas they can't escape from. If they're surrounded by a lot of people, like it overwhelms them. I don't like festivals. I don't like... That seems more like a like a trend, though. It's just because I just can't stand to be around that many people at one time. But yet you go to concerts yeah. all the time. That's different. <laughs> yeah, That's different because it's dark and, there's not, and you're not constantly walking amongst all of these people. You should see him yeah. at a concert. Like, if you turn away for one second, he's gone. I don't know I, where he went. <laughs> I don't like being in groups of people because typically, like, depending on the situation, there's a lot of people that want to talk to you or, like, you're mingling and i hate that with a passion but so at you're concerts, not a party person no i <laughs> think i am but i hate them so much because i get a lot of anxiety from just being around people in general so concerts is fine for me because no one talks to me i'm just in my own bubble enjoying i get very friendly when i'm drunk now so <laughs> i do talk to a lot of people now we went to, we went to a football game in cincinnati a year ago it was a year ago exactly my facebook timeline today it was a year ago today and she made friends with all the people around us almost two i mean they were buying her drinks yeah she was 20 she's 21 you know at the time i also had to leave my id in my bag because the bag was too big for the standards because okay, so, i so let's changed set the, the standards stage. we are we, we travel <laughs> Five and a half hours, almost six, because it took us forever, because we were driving in the rain or the snow or something. Yeah, there was construction, I think. And we were staying with my cousin. So we get there, and we get there on a Friday, and then on a sat- on Saturday, we did stuff with them, and, and we went, and he had a party at his house on Saturday night. Sunday, we get up and go to the go to the game, but we go to lunch first. It was a taco place. Uh, yeah, it was really good. Really good taco place. Really good margaritas, um, too. They've kind of <laughs> set up the area, like, they, they close one of the streets. Like, in Denver, they've got, um, I think it's 16th Street mall anyway it's kind of like that they close this street down and they have all the vendors and they have some live and like bands. downtown cincinnati has like and a all ton the, of all bars the restaurants have their too. doors open obviously this is before the pandemic um but you go in and if you don't get there by 10 30 you yeah. don't have a seat so yeah we waited a while. we did wait a little while too and we got there pretty early and then we went to walk down to the stadium which is probably half a mile Maybe three quarters of a maybe, maybe half not a, even maybe I don't know you mile. could you could see it pretty much it wasn't that far and we put our stuff in a locker no well, we didn't no put our stuff we in gave a it to a you, restaurant we we no first of all you didn't realize you had your purse with you and you have to have a clear bag going into stadiums or a very small like compact one yeah. that they can like you can't hide a weapon so then once we got through the security line now she's like you know you can't bring the the lady was like you can't bring it in. Like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. yeah. So you can go put it in the locker. I'm like, where's the locker? And she points like it was a quarter like mile all away. the way down. Like a quarter mile away. So we had to fight through back through the crowd. Oh, he was so mad at me. Oh, I was so pissed. <laughs> so pissed. Then we got to the locker. The line is probably 20, 25 deep. And it was expensive too to put it in the locker. So I literally grab her purse. I walk across the street to the corner restaurant. I walk into the, to the, um, the hostess station. I hand her the bag. I say, here's 20 bucks. I said, can you watch this until the end of the game? She says, absolutely. She put it in a locked case. It's like I, a pretty common thing, too, with these restaurants. Because well, they make people, money off yeah. Of it. 
they make money off of it because yeah. she was right across the street from the lockers. So she took the stuff. That's why I didn't have my ID. We went to the game. We were late. We didn't get there until after the kickoff. I was a little yeah. irritated. Um, and so anyway, we got there. We had a great time. Yeah. She got a little friendly with the people around us. Because I had four margaritas well, they were like, before hey, the come game. Out the, <laughs> we got a summer house. Come out anytime. We're like, yeah, yeah that we're, sounds great. We're season tickets. And she's like, I'm a Patriots fan, but my husband's not. <laughs> He's a Bengals fan, and I'm here to support him. And, you know, and my, my cousin's got season tickets, so. We weren't uh, sitting by them either. We actually had better seats. We I got, yeah, my, we I got my seats online, like and we were like five rows, rows ahead of yeah. him. We were okay. three rows. We were third, third, fifth row, maybe? We were fifth row off the, off the goal line, so. I mean, it was it was pretty close. I didn't. I don't remember half the game because I wasn't watching because we were talking to the people so much. <laughs> we had a good, we had a good time, and then after that, we went and grabbed something to eat. We I, had uh, what was it, Red Robin Red later Robin that, that night? night? Yeah. After I'm like half asleep on the couch and so coming out time. of my yeah, she was drunken yes. haze, and then I have another drink. <laughs> and then we couldn't leave. It was the snowing. next morning because it was snowing so bad. We in were gonna Indiana. no, we were gonna leave after okay. the game. And we wound up staying. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Because it was right. going to snow. And we didn't want to risk it, it with all the It snowed in Indiana. It was like a roads. blizzard. And I, I 90, 80, 90 was closed. Or I, 90, 94 was closed for a bit. So it was actually a good decision to leave the next day. Anyway. Um, next one. Number three, Fear Heights. Yeah. We already covered that. Yep. Pretty common. Number two, my second bi- biggest fear. Heights isn't really a fear. I just don't snakes. like it. Yeah. It's snakes. 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 I like snakes. Kind of scary though. I mean, I don't like regular snake. Like a garter snake. I can't say I'm afraid yeah. of snakes because Poisonous I've never snakes? touched one. Scare the shit out of me. Yeah, I. Well, I'm not scared of snakes. I think they're adorable. But there's certain types of snakes that scare me, like the king cobra that got trapped in my classroom once when I was a kid. I so. think they're like. <laughs> I think they have cute little faces, but like I'm not itching to touch them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's not like a cat where I'm gonna go like pick it up and just like squeeze apparently it. Apparently, they don't just t- attack you. They yeah. wait to be... Well, they give warnings typically in their right. body well, no, movements. There's, yeah. there's hissing and spitting cobras too. Those are different. Like you've got to wear protective goggles. And um, we have a friend of ours that was going to be on the on the podcast tonight. But she's from India. And she was going to tell a bunch of stories about, about cobras. But um, they scare the shit out of me. Like I just think snakes. Funny. Like, so in my line of work, um, I'm in a lot of different homes. And we went into a home that had 78 reptiles. See, I just don't Ooh. get the point of that. Out like, of why do you have reptiles, so many? There had to be 50 snakes. Now, some of them were very, very aggressive snakes. They had a couple of vipers in there. Why you would keep a viper, a poisonous snake, in your basement is beyond me. One of, <laughs> uh, one of Abby's brothers had a, um, one of the big ones. What are they called? Python. <laughs> Python. Python. The ones, the one, yeah, the ones that are not poisonous. They had one of those, and they're huge. And -hmm. I was like, yeah, no, that thing could literally cut off my circulation. I'm good. (laughs) Plus, you got to feed them mice, which I don't like. No, I don't. And that's what the reptiles too is the bugs. Like the bugs don't bother me, but when you have to feed a snake a live mouse, I'm like, nope, not for me. I like all. It'd be easy to have a snake. The odd thing is, I took a zoology (laughs) class in college, and I actually volunteered to help feed. We had a, we had a. Uh, python in the class it was the guy's pet python and it was in a huge case i mean when i say huge case it's probably five feet wide by seven or eight feet tall it was just an enormous case and he was just there all the time so i kind of got used to it and if it's behind glass no big deal so i got to i got to watch the feedings or help with the feedings um and that was pretty cool um because you just see the instinctual Python just sit there and he waits for the rat and waits for the rat and waits for the rat and the rat gets stupid because he's like, oh, I'm going to go out there. Oh, there's nothing there. And you can see the little tongue coming out. It just makes me think of that TikTok (laughs) where he gets the mouse and then he just, in the end, he feeds it to the snake. But this is how how much I hated snakes as a kid and how much I feared them. I would not go into the reptile house. I wouldn't go near it. I probably still wouldn't. I just don't like them. I don't want to put myself in that situation. Scared me. I just don't want to put yeah. myself in that situation. I've seen movies. I see scary movies. It's possible. It's not likely, but it's possible. And that's enough of a chance for me to not want to do things and put myself well, in those situations. You know, when you're golfing in Arizona or you're golfing in an area that has snakes, you have to be very careful. You go into the brush and you don't see a lot of these snakes. Well, mm-hmm. that's like when we, <laughs> when we went like hiking. the timber rattlers <laughs> in the, uh, on the East Coast, you don't see them. 
you have to wear boots and and you might step on them. That that's what scares the shit out of me. Is yeah. they, you just don't know where these guys are. I grew up all over the place, but I lived in Mississippi at one point before Hurricane Katrina, and there was a cobra on our lawn, and my mom just snipped it in half. A cobra on your lawn in Mississippi. Yeah. How did the cobra get to Mississippi? It was probably someone's pet, I'm guessing. <laughs> your mom just came over and went. Yeah, she just snipped it in half, and the top half slithered away. But I've I've seen a lot of snakes because I've lived in Nevada and Arizona, and they've came on our property. And I've, one time we saw a javelina carrying a diamond back in its mouth. <laughs> Javelinas are badass too. Oh yeah, th- I'm. That's something I am scared of because <laughs> I know when like you mess with their kids, they just go for your jugular and they rip it out, and then you're dead right away. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. grandma used to have those behind her house. Yeah, right behind her house, she would feed them. Yeah, they'd get oh. like raw meat and they just throw it <laughs> yeah, over the. Yeah, she just throw it over there and they all just like kind of hang out. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't like. It. Dogs, I mean, I was terrified. The dogs would bark at them, but. I was terrified in the middle of the night that like a hyena was gonna come in the house. <laughs> it, like I had an irrational fear that they were gonna somehow break down the door and come in the house. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> in, when I lived in Arizona, a javelina came on our school property and fought a coyote. I want to say something like that. And this is, on our this is like why I'm school okay with campus, the <laughs> and we had to have a lockdown until their fight was done. <laughs> so I almost yeah, hold on, folks. <laughs> I almost called you last night because I'm I'm watching TV and right from the ceiling drops a spider. And I come over with a piece of paper, you know, crunch it up. But you did hate you, them. Did you wind up killing that one in the bathroom the one day I closed it and texted you in the morning? No. Where did it go? <laughs> I don't know. I closed, the, I closed the door and I texted him. I'm like, hey, by the way, I closed my door to my bathroom because there was a spider. Can you kill it in the morning before you? No. <laughs> the door was open, no. so I just assumed it was dead. So yeah. it's, for me, Probably and either. it's not even, it, it wasn't even on here. Sharks aren't even on here. Sharks even didn't make the top 10 list. I don't believe that. I know a lot of people that are afraid it's of my it. Third, it's my third fear. So it's heights, snakes, sharks. It's not even on here. Now you said you have a fear of the ocean. Is mm-hmm. it because of what's in the ocean or the water itself? It's because we don't know what's in the ocean. Yeah. We there's so much of the ocean that we don't explore and we can't but explore based on ocean. our technology. I mean, there's big stuff that comes out of lakes and rivers. I know, but there's a bottom to the lake, so we can identify pretty much everything that's in a lake. But the ocean, there's only like fifteen percent discovered. Yeah. Fifteen percent of the entire Earth's ocean I mean, if is you discovered. Look at Lake Michigan, that is a pretty creepy lake that has its own Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, we don't we don't gotta go into that stuff, but <laughs> the ocean itself is terrifying. We don't have technology that can survive that deep underwater yet. Like submarines cannot go that low. Mm. Do, you have, <laughs> do you have a fear of spiders? Yeah, it's a. Is I it a healthy fear, or is it just like I just don't like them? It's. I'm more afraid of them jumping. I, I used to, to have a very large fear. Like every time I saw a spider, I would leave my house. But I. Where'd you think it was gonna go? gone i don't know <laughs> i just like can't i was see, like it's I, not can't, there. I can't deal with it but i have been capturing them and keeping them alive and taking them outside so that's helping me get over my fear but when i just see like a spider crawl across my bed i like scream and run i see the big ones on like facebook from like africa and oh, not even the wolf spiders spider, like the bigger ones yeah. than that like there's ones that can kill I, humans i think it's like a camelback spider or something i don't know but there's there's spiders that can kill people there's, there's, <laughs> so. a sand, there's a sand spider in the middle east which lives in the sand and it's huge i just i'm not a big but the ones that we had keep in missouri, spiders i don't get it the ones we had in missouri they were i mean they were every bit the size of what a softball Maybe a baseball. They were huge. Maybe but a baseball. I still am scared from the one time. Like Gentry would never be home when these big uh, spiders would be there, because usually Gentry would be scared, but she would kill them. Mm-hmm. And then if Bryce was there, we would make Bryce kill them. So I was by myself, and this giant spider, like probably that big, walks on my floor, and I'm like, oh god. I'm like, mom. I, I call I call mom, and I'm like, mom, what do I do? It's huge. And she's like, get the bug spray and spray it. I did. It ran away. It didn't die. And then I'm like, what do I do now? And Daisy's trying to eat it. So I'm like, oh, God, what do I do? That's why you get a cordless vacuum. <laughs> so then it was too big for the cordless vacuum that I had. <laughs> the slit's like an inch wide. This thing was not going to go in. It would have just like sucked Crawl in like, like how your hand sticks in. That would have been its body. It wouldn't have died. So I, <laughs> I took my Swiffer wet jet and I just like tried to smash it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And it took me like 10 minutes to kill this thing because I just couldn't work up the courage to kill it. So when I was living in St. Louis, they would come down and visit me every so often. I I was living there during the week. 
and she's downstairs playing a video game. No, I was watching a movie, and you went up oh, to go it. take a nap. So there, you're like, watch so I'm a movie, upstairs, I'm gonna go take a nap. And she's, Dad, Dad. Like, he didn't hear me for like five minutes. I was like screaming my head off. I'm like, Dad, and he wouldn't. He's I, like, what? I come downstairs, <laughs> and it's literally. He was so like mad at me here, too. He's like, I swear, if you make me come down here for the tiniest spider, he goes, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty I'm big. Like, Never mind. And <laughs> just crawled up from behind his TV, and I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> well, I, got, I got those, and I got. Those, and I didn't move. <laughs> I got those centipedes, the ones that look like feathers. Oh yeah. Those creeped oh, me out. One of They're those not, crawled I, out of Ben's drain. Oh. When I was on the phone with him, it crawled out of his drain. Oh, reminds me of Pennywise. So nasty. <laughs> They're so, so nasty. gross. Um, but people have nightmares about their fears, right? Not so about those, though. It's just, it's, so you have your fears and then you have your nightmares. And I think nightmares are a compilation of all your fears. Whatever you're, whatever you're going through in life. Yeah, they can be a representation of your emotions or fears or anything you're dealing with. Currently. I have a reoccurring dream, a nightmare, I guess you would say. It's, I don't have a lot of nightmares. So the average person has a nightmare, let's see, 6% of the time, it's once a week or several times a week. Sorry, like once a week. Right? <laughs> 10% of the people have one once a week. Um, this is from the Journal of Clinical Sleep Medicine. Two to three times a month, 14%. One time a month, 13%. This is the big one, two to four times a year. So most people have them two to four times a year. <laughs> I have That's one so like every small. other night. <laughs> Yeah, 22%. They usually end up... One time a year, 11%. Less than one time a year, 14%. And 10% of the population never has had a nightmare. That surprised me. Yeah. It's probably like the people never. with no internal dialogue. Yeah. Those people <laughs> weird me out. It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> but several times a week, that's only 6%. So if you're having them every other night, you're in the top 6% that have nightmares. Mm-hmm. It's also because I'm on a medicine that doesn't... Well, I still have... I'm not on any medicine unless you want to count melatonin, but... Um, I still have them at, I want to say, a couple times a month. It just depends. I literally told her the other night, we watched um, Creep 1 and 2 on, on Netflix, and I literally had a dream about a serial killer that night. Yeah. And before he could kill me, I woke up. Isn't it funny how when you watch something, you have, that night you might dream, like, I've been doing, I've been binge-watching Shameless. So, last night I had a dream, not about the show, but about me experiencing some of the things that are in the show. Okay. It was so bizarre. I mean, that's that's pretty common, though. They say that a lot of dreams are formed also, like, what you're thinking about before you go to bed, what you're doing before you go to bed, just because it carries over. That's why mm-hmm. they say to study before you go to bed, because a lot of the information will still be processing in your brain overnight. And your brain is more active when you're asleep than when you are awake. Only in your REM cycles, really. I can tell you, when I was binge-watching Game of Thrones, the three different times that I did all... Uh, it was it eight. Was seasons? it the naked lady with the red hair? Was she in your dreams? Yeah, I don't think so. The red woman, <laughs> the red woman was not in my dreams, but I would often have dreams about Daenerys? dragons and Degenera- or Daenerys. Daenerys. Yeah, yeah, I'd have dreams about her too. Yeah, <laughs> crush. I'd be in that. Yeah. I'd be in that oh, day yeah. some easily. Jason uh, Momoa. I'll tell you what. It, it, it's it's so okay. So off subject, but we for as much as we have everything sexualized in today's oh, society, yeah. it was way more back then. I mean, it was like more obvious back then. Now it's just like, oh, they're naked. They have to. That's sexual. Like they, if, if you watch an older movie, like we were watching um, Dead End, and that's a movie from like the early two thousands or nineties or something. Yeah. And even then, like the kids jerking off to a porno magazine, uh, like the the trifold posters mm-hmm. that are in them. He was jerking off to that in the woods, and like just like the weirdest stuff. Like he got his lip bitten off and. The lady was naked. And it's just yeah. like the weirdest stuff. And and you don't see that a lot anymore. It's usually just a girl takes her top off and that's that's sexuality. But I think now. We're, we're so accustomed to seeing it that we're desensitized to it. It doesn't help that you're watching an HBO show. A lot of HBO shows, since they do have the rights to make R-rated content. Well, Shameless is so, Showtime, I believe. They but, do it too. But Game yeah. of Thrones is. Showtime, and, but the big time company. Shameless, there's. There's nudity every episode. Yeah. yeah. Every single episode. Like, I want to watch True Blood because it's based on a book, but there's so much sexuality in it. And I remember when I was a kid, it was still airing and it would play. So, like, if I was watching a movie on HBO at night, True Blood would be on after. So, mom wouldn't want me to watch a movie on HBO. She'd make me put on, like, Cartoon Network or something. But True Blood would always be on because it would come on at, like, 10 o'clock at night and then just play through the night. There's another show, Vikings. Yeah. 
That one's so sexual too. Th- they have a lot of nudity in it, but apparently the one that I was able to watch on Netflix or on demand or whatever it was, was the one without the nudity. So it had everything Netflix. else, which I didn't even know it had it. And actually it was a really, I mean, I watched a lot of the different seasons. It was really good. And then I found out, oh, I should have been, you know, privy to all that other stuff. And I was like, well, you know, it didn't really matter because it was a good show. So sometimes it's necessary for the plot, and sometimes it's just gratuitous. Apparently yeah. Disney's going to start making mature content now. Oh, boy. Well, because they can't post Deadpool, because Deadpool's rated R, but they own Marvel now. So they're like, okay, well, what do we do about this? And we have a lot of adult audience, so like, what do we do? They're going to make gonna an 18 plus. Else. They're not going to call it Disney. They're gonna it's going it to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, but it's going to be called something else. They'll it's going to be a section. I'm sure there's like parent controls and stuff, but I remember when I was a kid, parent controls was such a serious thing. We had one on our TV for a long time. Yeah, with, the, and with one, two, three, four is the password. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one, uh, the one on the Wii was our old address. <laughs> it's just, she knew what the password was, so it wasn't any big secret. But, I mean, like nowadays, kids don't even care. I mean, parents don't even care as much anymore, and it's kind of sad, but a lot of kids are just growing up. I, I don't want to say faster, but they're trying to mature a lot faster because of all the mature content. There's well, you have so much access yeah. to whatever content I mean, Pornhub's free, right? Pornhub's free, well, and it's okay, easy access. Okay, so the biggest access. thing in Snapchat was, well, that's going to sexualize everything, and girls are going to be able to take a, a, a photo of themselves and send it to a guy, and then they'll be able to spread it around. Well, okay, that's fine. However, he can just take his phone and go to you know, Safari and go on the internet and look up just about anything he wants. So why would he need that? It's different. Yeah. (laughs) Also, it's a lot of, uh, I guess, um, for people to use against them. To control them. Yeah. Shaming. Yeah. Especially if like they break up or like it's a joke that they talk to this girl. Yeah, but they can still so put easy. it on the internet. I mean, yeah. W- yeah, you don't have to put it on Snapchat. But I, I guess my my point is that's what everybody thought this app was going to be, and it turned into a communication app. Yeah, rather than it's a still that. App. But I well, mean, before, to some degree, but uh, Snapchat didn't even have like the chat option. It would only be pictures. Yeah, and then it was at least now. At least now they have like the person screenshotted. But then there's apps now that can take pictures or steal them without the other person knowing, which yeah. is a, it's a whole other issue in itself. Yeah. <laughs> which but is, the point is you, yeah. you don't have to, I mean, the fear, if you will, of parents was this is going to morph into something that's going to be bad for girls everywhere. And they monitored my stuff all the time. It started being used <laughs> as a communication device, which is what it should have been used for. Mm-hmm. I mean, How you, old could, fi- you could find Snapchat that in, in, in anything. <sighs> 12? Really? I thought we were 13? in high school by the time it came out. I didn't I mean, use it until honest. like freshman year. TikTok doesn't have any nudity, but it's just about. No, there's definitely some stuff on there. If you yeah, get far the, enough, there's like kink talk. Yeah, and there's a section. Like, <laughs> I feel like TikTok picks what they want to take down. Like, I've seen them take down videos of trans men, but girls can show their titties all they want. And yeah. With there's basically no up. one in anything or doing se- like sexualized stuff in different forms, like yeah. dancing. and. There are, like I know someone posted a video of them dancing in like shorts and in a sweatshirt, and that got taken down for nudity. <laughs> they like I think the company just chooses Your what they want are to showing. take down. Yeah. No like rhyme or reason. No. Well, I think the biggest <laughs> thing is now girls try to wear the loosest top they can so that stuff... Sh- is basically falling out of it yeah. when they're doing their little dances or whatever. Um, I personally, I like TikTok for the content for some of the stuff that's smarter. Like people are creating actual content that's smart or funny videos, you yeah. know, dog videos or whatever. Vino but that's kind of I just I just I scroll through that stuff now. It's so and everybody's trying to one up each other. Mm-hmm. You know, this girl's trying to one up that one, and it's it's trying to get more risque without showing anything. You know, I get it's content and it's creative, and probably you know, fifteen year old boys love it, and fifty year old guys like you know, my age or older, you know, they're DMing these people going, oh, you're so beautiful. I'd make you be my sugar daddy or, you know, or make you, I'll be your sugar, sugar baby. daddy. You'd be my sugar they baby. <laughs> and that's a real thing. Yeah. I'm not just making, I mean, that's, yeah. that's a real thing. I've gotten messages like that. <laughs> and it's creepy. No. I get it. I get no, it. I, you know, a guy my yeah. age contacting a, a girl, DMing a girl in her twenties. She's like, what the hell is this yeah. guy doing? I got like a 60 year old man, like message me on my Instagram where I only post like pictures of plants and like some pictures of myself. And he's like, Hey, you want a sugar daddy? I'm like, no. Okay. <laughs> There's someone that messaged Ben about feet. <laughs> I've gotten those too. And that's the kink thing that you're talking about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a yeah. Kink. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate feet. <laughs> 
She does. I'm sorry. I'm like putting my foot on your chair. I know you hit it. It's I'm okay. just trying to rest my You're foot on something. You're not touching me. That's the thing. Okay, good. <laughs> so in 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 reverse order. Wait, what was number one? What nightmares? No fear. Oh, fear was spiders. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. We never wow, said clowns. We never said number one, one fear. No, oh, didn't even make the top ten. I don't 10. think clowns oh. is like mm-hmm. a super common one. Really? So you've, I okay, it was. so do you have <laughs> nightmares about clowns, or you just have a fear of? Clowns? I had one nightmare about clowns, and it was like a nightmare compiled of all of my worst fears together. It was probably the worst nightmare I've ever had in my. Do entire you stay life. away from away from clown movies? No, no. <laughs> we watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, I've tried to. De- <laughs> That's masochistic, isn't it? I mean, like, I mean, I've tried to like get over it, but it just. I think doesn't it's different work. when it's in the room with you versus yeah. on a screen where it on can't hurt screen, you. On a screen, like it freaks me out, and I don't want to look at it. So, like certain scenes that are like just too creepy, I turn away. So but you like, stay away from carnivals and circuses. Yeah, and then like if there's a haunted house, I don't go in haunted houses because nine times out of ten there's a circus at the end, and like it's. The physical clown in front there of me. There was always clowns when I went to one. Because I've had three situations where a clown has, four, where a clown has came at me and I had one like touching me, me and I was like, do Is you it need something? Yes. The <laughs> first time I, I went to Not Scary Farm when I was a freshman and um, I went through a haunted house that had clowns. And this was, was that be- the year of the clowns or was that? No, this was before? in like 2013, 2014. Okay. Because I went the year that the clowns were starting to be spotted and I went to the haunted trail oh. and it was all clowns. Is that where they were coming out of the woods and kind of yeah. stuff? Yeah. yeah. Um, I went to this, it's like Six Flags, but not Scary Farm. And we went through a haunted house and there were clowns and I wasn't afraid of clowns until the end of that day. And my friends told the clown in there my name and he kept like saying it and then we're walking around and then that same clown appears in front of me and just like, won't move and I just like close my eyes and I completely freeze and he like sprays his little flower in my (laughs) face and like grabs my hand and I'm like just frozen in fear are you trembling at this point yeah yeah I was like I can't open my eyes so that's a debilitating fear yeah like all of mine I don't think mine are debilitating I had someone knock me off a ramp because they were so scared high up enough but like the shark I think would be somewhat debilitating but I'm not going to put myself in a position to be in the same water (laughs) What, you don't want to go in a shark cage? Like, I can go and see <laughs> yeah. them in in the zoo or in an aquarium or on TV. That that does not, and actually, I'll watch the videos. I think they're fascinating over creatures. Over over I again. just don't yeah. want to be near that one. That doesn't bother me. <laughs> it's being in the water and not knowing. I think the, th- the fear is the unknown yeah. of not knowing where, because the, they just come up out of nowhere. Yeah. Because it's dark in the water. Have you, you seen those videos of the divers, and then they're just, like, there, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden they turn and around, and the, the shark's there, and you're like, right there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, because well, there's not really sound there. either. Mm-hmm. There's no sound in the ocean, really. And they can go really fast. Yeah. Which right. sucks, because as a human, so like, you're gator, severely slowed down. An alligator can swim really Alligators fast can too. run pretty fast, too. Yeah. yeah. You just Have you seen crawl? Yeah. <laughs> you got to run in a zigzag. Um, so, f- debilitating fear. Okay. Yes. Yours, not so much. I feel like no, it's more of a I rational. Mean, mine's more, like, it messes me up psychologically. Your Your greatest fear? Death. Death. Okay. Yeah. So. Like, I can't have a dream about it because your brain doesn't let happens, you die in your dreams. No more fear. Well, yeah, because I'll be dead. Right. So, <laughs> like, if you experience your greatest fear, it's debilitating and you. I just freeze. Right. I, I've almost passed and out And if before. I do, it may not, I may not die from it. You would die from your greatest fear. Yeah. yeah. Well, I could do die. You have when nightmares? We have a killer do you have clones? nightmares? No, because your brain won't let you die in a dream. Your brain protects you, you from dying. How many nightmares dreams? do you have to the point where you're about to die? A lot. Okay. A lot of them. So that's like, still kind of the same thing. Depending on what yeah. I'm doing, like I sometimes I have zombie dreams and like I'm in the middle of an apocalypse and I it start it starts to get to that build up point where like they you start getting a lot really of close crazy to me. Shit, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was when I I think it, I was playing Warzone, which I don't know how that made zombies pop up, but when I was watching The Walking Dead, it happened a lot because <laughs> um, I was binge watching that. Yeah. Um, but the no, my most common nightmare is literally as I'm about to die, I wake up. Yeah, I've had a nightmare after I watched the first time I watched I Am Legend. That a, movie scares the shiza out of me when I was younger. <laughs> it's it, and it's more suspense, I think. No, the creatures are scary. They're like the they're like the Wendigos from that movie, but oh. like more human and tall. <laughs> like Slenderman and, scary. and Wendigo had the a baby. Cra- the, the craziest part of that movie is when he goes into the building with the dog. Right, the dog goes in and he has to go in. Yeah, after the him, really dark and it's building, completely pitch black. Yeah, and the, he only has his light, and he's covering. The light up. Spoiler alert. He's covering his light with his hand, and then he's quickly 
you know, flashing it on and off just to see where he is. And then the dog stops and he's cowering under the desk and the dog kind of looks up with his eyes and he takes his light and he shines it literally right next to him. And there's a horde, I guess, like they're a hanging puddle. from the single. Or well, I know, but there's a, there's, there's a horde around whatever they're doing. And there's, you know, maybe 20 or 30 of them just. They're sleeping because it's the daytime. Kind of huddling and, and, and wiggling and breathing. And he's, para- he's just petrified. And then all of a sudden one, I think turns around and Sam's the dog. And he just yells, Sam, run. And they just start running and running and running and running. And he busts through the window and he crashes into the ground on the floor or uh, in the, uh, on the concrete. And then one of them comes out with them and he can't be in the light, right? Yeah. Because they burn and they die. I just can't watch the dog scene. I, I skip over that scene oh, every time. I mean, that, I think it's more of the buildup and the suspense in that Summer, movie I told you, I don't watch animals die. I'd rather have the person die. No, I'm saying, oh, come on, because the dog died. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I skip over that scene ever since I watched it the first so time. So the most common nightmares, so talking about nightmares, um, in reverse order, are environmental factors. I don't know. Okay. Like storms? Like <sighs> dying in a fire? Yeah, may, well, I don't know, because there's, there's a couple things up here that might be more of... Um, what you're talking about. I think about. it might be like earthquakes and insects like or vermin. Stuff. Don't okay, have those. I could see that. Okay. Which weird, it's nine on the list or um, mine are like super irrational. Ten on the list, but fear of spiders is number one. So um, evil presence. Like a, oh, like like a demon or something? Mm-hmm. I can see that. Disaster yeah. calamity. That goes into what you were saying about tornadoes and yeah. environmental. Um, apprehension or worry. Like, like you're afraid of something in your dream? Or like. Or you. Running from something. Maybe you're really stressed out about. So basically, ninety percent of my dreams where I'm paranoid about school and I'm yeah. not even in school I'll or high school. That's <laughs> definitely anxiety. Wh- my reoccurring nightmares are all anxiety based. Well, and then you've got interpersonal conflict. Okay, there so we go. that could you know that could that's one step above there. Um, health related concerns or death. But you can't die in your dreams. So death is number five. Being scared to die in your now, dreams. Now, what do you think? What do you what do you think number four is? This is this happens in every horror movie, to the to the pretty blonde girl. What is she doing? Having, Having sex? sex? No. Well, okay. <laughs> Getting killed. Well, how? But she's uh, running, right? She's yeah. being chased. Oh, and oh. then falling and not being able right, to get so up. Right. So being chased. In the is in, in scary movie when she sees the signs and he, she's like safe to your death and she's like and then she runs towards death anyway and he's like yeah. But it's, it's, it's Drew Barrymore in yeah. Scream yeah. in the beginning of the movie and she's just running around and she barely runs in she, that movie. Well, yeah. she was in that movie she's for like, all of like she barely runs. <laughs> she she did amazing in that oh, yeah, first intro. So, it's one of the most famous <laughs> intros ever. I think, and just a side note, Jiffy Pop, which is the popcorn she was popping. I think they got really famous uh, yeah. because of that one scene. Um, accidents is number three. Nightmares about accidents, plane crashes, whatever. I'm yeah. assuming physical aggression. Oh, so maybe domestic battery. I don't. Yeah, or a fight. Number one. What do you think the number one nightmare is? I don't. I don't think you're going to get it. But what do you think the number one? It's a fear of most people, especially business people. It's their number one fear. Like if I, outside failing? of there you go. Failure. Oh, there we go. <laughs> number one nightmare is failure. Yeah. These are some really. I. I don't know. I don't think I would be that scared if I had nightmares about this stuff. I mean, there's certain people who are okay with everything, but they have one super huge fear about everything they've succeeding. Like succeeded, just My failing. Are more annoying than anything. Yeah. I'm just like, why am I? Oh. I think it's the fear of losing everything. Yeah. For my, I'd be more afraid like no one would know me. Like everyone forgot me. Yeah, I've seen like videos about like someone wakes up and no one remembers them. Yeah. But for my dreams, they're all like a normal fear base that I already have, or like my most common reoccurring nightmare was my ex trying to find me and kill me <laughs> that's because we joke around that he's going to be a serial killer someday wait no not that one. Oh, not that one <laughs> no okay. not that well, one well it wouldn't surprise me that one either so i have a i probably have a nightmare twice twice a year so i'm in the let's see 22 percent, which is the what i say the the most yeah, yeah the most um it starts okay so it it involves every house i've ever lived in um, a bunch of those fears, a bunch Including of those nightmares this one? together. No, not this one. So what's strange is it'll take me to these different places with the people in my life that are in there. So it changes. It's like, so the people who are in my life now, they're in those places. So 
we lived in, we lived in our first apartment condo until I was 12. So it starts there in this apartment. And this is before the internet and safety and, and lights and all, you know, before the buildings had to change. So you would, you would go down the stairs into the basement and it would be pitch black and you'd have to go down the stairs to turn on the light. It was the most bizarre thing. So you couldn't turn on the light or it was broken all the time, one of the two. So you had to go down these two sets of steps in pitch black, then turn on the light to the basement. And in the basement, it was dark and damp and huge. And I, there was an entrance to the other side of the building. So there was one side of the building and the other side of the building. You could get there through the basement without having to go ring the doorbell and get through the buzzer. You could go downstairs and get up the other side. But I never did that because I was so scared of the hallway because that hallway was always lit. And so I would never know what was coming around that corner. I was scared to death of, of that basement. It had little wood lockers that people kept their stuff in, and it was kind of creepy, like creepy old stuff, clowns, uh, Christmas stuff. And so it was like the ghost of Christmas past, like everything that went to die for, in all of their old stuff, it was there. It was, it was just creepy. And you did your laundry down there. And so that was one of the things that I hated going down there. So it's a, a reoccurring like all the things I didn't like in my, in life, I guess, are all in this one dream. And then it moves to my grandparents' house, which she's told stories on your podcast of, mm -hmm. of their house. They had this really old Victorian house with creaky stairs and high ceilings. And I would sleep in my mom's old bedroom and the trees would brush against the windows. And so, you know, they had a creepy basement, a real short basement, and there was clowns and um, horse, like one of those horses, like the, on the springs, you know, the kids oh, jump yeah. up and down on. Well, it, it was taken off of that, and it was just a horse in a in a photography darkroom. My uncle used to be a photographer, and so you'd go in there, and there was just this horse laying there. That's not creepy. creepy. <laughs> no, not creepy at all. And so it, it would move to there, and then we had a house in Des Plaines, a big house with a creepy pantry and a keep creepy back porch with a bunch of spiders and so forth. And so, it, you know, you're running through that porch and running through the back door. And then our house in, in um, Mount Prospect where my brother and I shared a bedroom, but we had mice in the basement. And so that would be a recurring theme in my nightmare. He doesn't like mice. And either. I'm just, it just different people are chasing me and people in my life are popping up here and there. And then um, it all ends up, in I think our our first townhouse, it all kind of culminates there. It's never been in this house at all that we're living in now. I rarely dream about like physical places or people. Like it's usually people I don't know or like there's fragments of different places combined. So there it like looks like somewhere I've been, but it's not. <laughs> it's just creepy. It's the same thing over and over. And I don't know what that's telling me. I guess someday I have to talk to somebody who knows about you know dreams and, and how to interpret them. But I think it's probably a culmination of all my insecurities from all those places that I lived. And it just keeps inserting people that I know now into those, into that nightmare. But at the end, somebody's always chasing me, trying to kill me. Yeah. Always. And then I wake up, like you said earlier, I just, I wake up right before being killed. I haven't had my recurring nightmare in a very long time. I haven't had it in years. And I'm glad because it always scares me. Like, I wake up sweating from it, but I don't realize I'm scared until I wake up. <laughs> yeah. But I, I haven't had it in a long time. The first reoccurring nightmare I had, the last time I had it, I knew it was a reoccurring nightmare. And I knew I was dreaming, but I didn't know, like, if you're aware, you can change what's going to happen. But, like, the base, uh, base of the dream is that I was working on a bike in my garage, and the garage door was open with my two sisters and my dad. And as soon as my dad went in to get a glass of wine... My youngest sister was kidnapped, and, like, I had the dream, like, ten times throughout, like, five years or something, and he was about to go inside, and I kept telling him, like, no, if, if you go inside, she's going to get kidnapped, and then that happened, and the dream actually continued, and we just, like, never dealt with the fact my sister was kidnapped. Like, we left her room exactly the way it was. When you grew up, did your dad constantly go into the house to grab something to drink or yeah. was that something that happened in your life but then you projected it into a nightmare she might have of, also had a fear of like something happening to her family yeah i had a i i mean i still do but i have a fear of something happening to my sisters but my dad would walk away and leave us unsupervised a lot to get wine it might also deal with like the circumstances with your dad as well yeah because my dad <laughs> is an alcoholic 
probably still is. I don't, I'm not, not sure. really a part of the family. Yeah. <laughs> but he would always like walk away and not even pay attention to us. Is it possible that you think your dad is kidnapping your sister? <laughs> no, no. I, we saw the, in my dream, like I saw the person that kidnapped Got her it. and it was someone I didn't recognize, but it was an older white maybe it's man. Maybe something your dad did. Maybe it's somebody your dad paid to have your sister kidnapped. I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, my dad is a sketchy dude. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> what's um, what's the the time that you've been the most afraid? Not in a dream, just in in life in general. Do you remember, or a few times that you've been the most um, afraid? I mean, I used to be really scared that an alien was going to kidnap me from my room. So I'd like board myself up or cover myself with my blankets at night. This is a person who, (laughs) this is a child, I should say, as a child. This is a person who had high anxiety. And it wasn't a fear. I think she just got so anxious of separation anxiety. No, it was after I watched Signs. One day after I watched Signs. No, but I mean, just growing up, separation anxiety for her was real. And you, it would... It would almost be debilitating. Like you get a call in the middle of the night at a sleepover, you need to come get me. Because she would work herself up so I think it was more much. like the the lack of comfort. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't learn to self-soothe early on. So I had to learn it later on in life. But Yeah, it was a pain in the ass. Let me try Well, that. it didn't <laughs> help that you traveled and you moved. So we moved, right? And if you know, I'm sure you know, because yeah. like all the kids at Jacobs knew each other, right? Yeah. All I of them grew up together and yeah. they all went to the same school. That's what happened here. All of them went to the same like preschool, kindergarten, first grade. They all went to the same schools. And then I moved here and I had social anxiety because I was a shy kid. But you moved here in the first grade. Second. Second grade? Yeah. Okay. And I didn't know anyone. So like I was the odd man out and everyone already knew each other because it was not like a small school, but yeah. everyone knew each other. Everyone grew up together. Yeah, everyone or, knew or each other a couple in the years, neighborhood. You knew everybody. Not really. <laughs> I was still, yeah. I was teased quite often in my younger years and didn't have a lot of friends when I was yeah. that young. I moved 30 times throughout my 21 years. Mm. And I'm sure um, you felt the same way at yeah, certain points. <laughs> like, I would always be the new kid and people would be like, haha, let's judge her because she's yeah. new. And people did that. How did that work with school if you moved 30 times in 21 years? Um, well, we would just transfer a lot throughout the year or get homeschooled depending on what time during the school year. I always thought I went to a lot of different schools. I went so through fourth grade, I went to a school. Then fifth and sixth grade, I went to a school. Then seventh grade, I went to a school. Eighth grade, I went to a school. Ninth grade, I went to a school. Tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, I went to a school. So in six years, let's see, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. In nine years, I went to six schools. I thought that was a lot. Yeah. Thirties, thirties a lot. I do not know how many schools I've gone to, <laughs> but I've I've moved four times since I've graduated high school. So. That's a little compared. <laughs> so you're used to it is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm completely used to it. What's the most scared you've ever been? Um, hmm. Was it the clown situation? <laughs> I would say that's up there, definitely. Um, well, I had a clown that was right next to my car once. That was definitely very scary, but I wasn't close to it, so I just turned around and went back inside my friend's house. But I think the scariest moment for me was when one of my exes started throwing things and, like, they had a look in their eye. And I was like, okay, I might die, so I'm going to leave. I don't think I've put myself in enough situations to make myself scared. That's, like, a part of my anxiety is I stay away from things that I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I'm a very – I like to know what's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't put myself in these situations very often. I just get scared easily since I – do trust people and then like situations happen i'm like okay mine's more I'm like i'm scared of things that don't affect me like i was playing a video game and i just i had to pause it because it was giving me such high anxiety so it, it's the part in the last of us i'm sure like you might have mm-hmm. seen a clip of it but there's these um there's these zombies called clickers and they're attracted to noise um and so you have to be a really quiet, quiet. yeah you have to be very quiet and you're in this house full of them. And you have to go through these different rooms and find something. And it gave me so much anxiety. So I was playing it in the dark. And I already get really nervous playing scary games just because, like, it's that irrational, <laughs> like, fear and the noises and everything. And I was playing it by myself. And I had to pause it because I was getting so worked up that, like, my heart was racing. I was sweating. I was like, I need to take a break because I'm going to, like, literally lose it. 
But other than that, what's the other movie that we watched? There's, there was three of them. We watched the first two, the zombie movie with um, the kids get uh, they're all quarantined in in the lab, and then they break out. You know which one I'm talking about? You're talking about the Maze Runner. Maze Runner, thank you. It's not really a zombie movie. It's just a post-apocalyptic movie. Well, what would you call them? They're, what do they call them? They call them. Uh, but it's the same deal. Runners. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's what the. You have to I be didn't quiet. see it. You have to be quiet. You can't. You can't make a lot of noise, otherwise they start chasing you. Well, that's right? any zombie because they're. You assume. I mean, I am legend is the same thing, right? Well, you those are just because you know. They're in the dark. <laughs> I don't think they're adapted. Do you to the think dark you change your? I mean, you've got a lot of different fears. Clowns, obviously, is your greatest fear. But do you think you change your your daily routine because of the fears that you have? Maybe because of my irrational fears I have. I have because I developed a new fear recently, actually, of yellow jackets. <laughs> so if I <laughs> but see... that's because they're always in your room. Yeah, I don't know how... I get yellow jackets trapped in my room a lot, and they check have your, a... Check your vents, first of all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they could yeah. be in your... In your yeah. yeah. I mean, they come through the kitchen vent usually, but okay, I'll just keep, keep that, that one closed. <laughs> but now I'm scared. I'm scared to go in my kitchen now. <laughs> but they always like sit in my room. Some the first wasp that was trapped in my room just stayed in a plant the whole time. But the last couple would it come in help my that face. She has plants in her yeah. room either. You're allergic to them. I don't know if I'm allergic to them. I've never been stung. Oh, as of right now, I have not been stung. Because I run and I scream yeah. and I do not go near them. <laughs> She's such a <laughs> she's so when it comes to I those. don't want to find out if I'm going to have an allergic reaction. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, it's not She a, looks it's like not Phoebe running thing. through the park when she's, <laughs> like, when she's when, running when away. When I used them. to play softball, they used to always be in the dugout. For mm-hmm. whatever reason, they were always in the dugout because there was holes in the fences. So they would go and, like, make little nests in the in the fences. Yeah. And so they would always be in the dugouts. And well, I would, would go make, screaming. In the piping, not in the actual fence. Yeah. But in the piping, they would go yeah. in there and make a nest. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, they go in the little holes in the, yeah. in the fence, and they would go in and just... And my dad would start bringing spray and just spray the holes, and I just... I don't like him. I don't want to find out if I have an allergic reaction. It's something I want to avoid. <laughs> I go to the forest by myself a lot, and, like, yellow... Especially during summer. I don't think if I went right now, there would be any yellow jackets, but, you know, to my luck, there might be. Um, <laughs> that's me with ticks. <laughs> <laughs> they would chase me while I'm going down this path and I'm just like running down a path <laughs> in the middle of the woods trying to get away from these yellow jackets. <laughs> There's two reasons why I don't go to um oh my god what's that what's that Raceway? part? No. Veterans Acres? No it's like an hour from here. Starved Rock. Oh. That's why I don't there's two reasons I don't go to Starved Rock very often. One there's three different breeds of ticks that are there and they're very mm. bad and there's also a lot of spiders like a lot of spiders. <laughs> there's also a lot of deaths there. Yeah and then there's the murders that happen there. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great place for the family. Yeah. Found All those right. out as I was there and leaving. All right, ladies. We got to go. It's good. Thanks. Appreciate it.